Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Man, show here with Clemson Tigers head coach Brad Brownell. They'll be in Atlanta this weekend playing Drake. He's on the line with me right now. Coach Brownell, how things going over there in Clemson, coach? Well, we're battling. Uh, we've had a couple, tough couple of weeks. We've lost a couple close ones here recently. Uh, but, uh, you know, I like my team. I think uh, we just got a, a several different players. We got five new players and uh, – you know, that's kind of the nature of college basketball right now. The transfer portal, incoming freshmen, um, roster management. And then, you know, once you do get your roster, just establishing roles and kind of role, role definition, role acceptance. I think those are, those are really challenging things for coaches early in the season. We're kind of battling that ourselves, but I do like my team. I think we're a team that's going to get better and think we have a chance to make a run later in the ACC. No doubt, Coach. Coach, you've been at Clemson 12 years. Can you believe it's already been 12 years you've been been down there? <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, it's been a great run. I've uh, really enjoyed it. Clemson's a special place, uh, fantastic people. It's a great university, and a lot of people know how successful our athletic department is. And and, uh, and so it's just a great place to live. My two daughters, uh, one just graduated a year ago, the other's uh, a junior. So we've, we've been all in with Clemson for several – several years now and uh yeah i've really enjoyed it and coach let's go back to last year for a little little bit coach um getting 16 wins in a COVID year when you never knew we was gonna play a game well you mm-hmm. might worry about a test coming back back positive have to cancel practice or shut it down and getting that many wins doing that doing that scenario tell me about how your team personally persevere personally how your your guys really were responsible in that in that regard because to get 16 wins doing that hard year has to make you feel yeah good. i have some downtime no question yeah no question i was really proud of last year's team obviously we, we uh made the ncaa tournament and we won a preseason tournament down in in Florida. We just, you know, what I was lucky last year's team for us at Clemson. Um, we didn't we didn't have many new players. We had a couple of new freshmen, but we didn't have any transfers. We had an older roster. We had several guys who'd been in the program: Clyde Trap and Amir Sims. Amir Sims, an all conference guy, and and so we had experience. And uh, I think that really helped us. Obviously, in a year with COVID, where everything was different, everything was changing. It was really hard year on the kids. Um, you know, games were getting canceled. There were days you weren't practicing. You'd, you'd play sometimes not prepared. 
uh, as you'd like to be. And so if you had an experienced team like we did, I think you had a slight advantage. And, uh, you know, we just had a group that was very unselfish, that shared the ball. Uh, we played a lot of players. We played 10 or 11 guys, double-figure minutes, because I just felt like it was a year where if all these kids are making these sacrifices off the court and how challenging a year it was academically and basketball-wise, that I wanted to get them out there. And, and our team just really responded. We had a great group of guys, great leadership, and the team really cared about one another, played for each other, and it showed up with the way we played. You know, we pressed full court for 40 minutes. I thought we were very aggressive, and and uh, we just benefited in a year that was that was a real struggle for most people. No doubt, Coach. And I feel like for these young men, you know, I'm in my 30s. I'm a little older than the guys you coach, but even for me, it made me realize how I could be better, made me adjust how, how I do my radio show and how I handle my interns who I'm responsible for. So for you as a leader, Coach, how did it affect you as a leader trying to lead these young men with all that's going on last year to kind of help them be like that, 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 that more of a father, father, father figure of a leader to these young yeah. men because – I was going around with the social injustice, the, the, the virus, yep. everything's going last year. How did right. you have to make you a better leader go, last year going forward in your career, man? Yeah. Well, it was challenging in a lot of ways, and I think it really made you uh, think about your players individually. Uh, I probably met with my players more individually last year than I have at any year in my 30 years of coaching. Um, and each kid was kind of in a different place. There were some kids that really struggled last year. Uh, because of different things like social injustice and, and how that affected certain kids. Uh, you know, the mental stress that I think a lot of kids were under because everything was so isolated. They were isolated. You know, you had your classes uh, were all online, and so you, that was that was by yourself. They lived by themselves. They didn't have roommates. Uh, and so uh, that was challenging. The only time they really got to get out and do anything was when they came to practice or we played a game. And so I think it really made you – you know, uh, think about your players and check on them and just check on their mental health as much as their physical health. And so it really, you know, I think it was a great learning experience. I've tried to do that. I've tried to continue to do that, to, to meet with my guys even more and, and really connect with them as much as I can. Um, and I think a lot of coaches have, have realized how uh, impactful uh, that can be and how much that uh, we all learned from uh, last season. It was It was a hard year for a lot of folks. And a coach, I think young me and now miss going to class now. No, I guys want to go to class now. Oh, class! I see, I see people now. You know, I enjoy this process going to class now. You know, when you think oh, I don't want to go to class yeah. now, guys love class now again. No, absolutely. It's, I, I think the social interaction piece uh, is vital. I mean, that's a big part of what college is all about—is getting around uh, different kinds of folks, people from all different walks of life, different values, and, and just spending time, right? And then learning about uh, all different kinds of things. And uh, I think there's a greater appreciation for all of it, for sure. You can see the energy in our guys. You can see the energy in, in, uh, in, on campus uh, with just all the students. And, uh, you know, it's still, it's still a little bit different. Like, it's crazy here at Clemson that, you know, all the students still we test regularly. And so uh, the students, we actually do a lot of the testing here at at Little John Coliseum, so there's a constant stream of students coming in with masks and and testing and doing all that. So it's it's a it's certainly a reminder that we're we're not out of the woods yet. That there's a lot still going on, and it, it keeps us mindful of all that our kids are dealing with. Uh, and again, I think it's it's made us a better coaching staff. 
Most definitely coaching. Also, basically a coaching staff, man. You know, you have a great staff of guys with you. Having five new guys teach your system to. And I feel like, you know, you get some tough losses, but getting those five wins early, uh, showing your team different styles of play, playing against tough competition because St. Bonaventure's a good team, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Temple's yeah. a good team, you know. So the losses you have are not bad losses. West Virginia is a good team, you know. So yeah. playing against tough, tough competition will help them when ACC gauntlet starts here in late, late December until March. Yeah, we really tried to challenge our team. You know, we, we uh, lost a couple of games where we had a lead against West Virginia and St. Bonnie's down in Charleston in a neutral court tournament. And thought we played very well for about 35 minutes out of 40 and, and kind of let a game get away from us, especially the Bonnie's game. Uh, you know, th- those, are, those, are the, those are the challenges your guys want to play. You want to play in these neutral court games. Obviously, Drake is a is a team that we think has a great chance to win the Missouri Valley. They went to the NCAA tournament last year, and uh, Coach DeVries does a great job. So they're going to have a – they got that, almost their whole team back, plus his son, who was one of the top recruits in the country last year, uh, and decided to, to stay and play for his dad. You know, the last year at this time, we played Alabama in a neutral court game down there in the same event uh, and had a big win against a, a great Alabama team that ended up winning the SEC. So – you know, we really love these neutral court games. We love these environments. We think it's good for our players. Uh, and obviously, we're looking forward to the matchup with Drake on Saturday. And, Coach, you know, that's an easy trip for all the Clemson fans from Death Valley to come up to Atlanta and, and State Farm Arena and see your guys play against a, a good Drake team win a tournament last year because I feel like that having that regional piece, being so close to Atlanta, the fans can come in and cheer you guys on at, at 2 o'clock Eastern on Saturday at State Farm Arena because I feel like it's going to be a great game because it's four great games, right. two sessions. You can't beat that. A one-day MTE on neutral site in the NBA Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, where our recruits are great for everybody involved. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And we've, we've got, you know, a couple Atlanta guys on our team. We've signed a couple more. Like it's, it's obviously a, a place that we recruit heavily. Uh, we've got a lot of alums over there in Atlanta. Uh, so it makes a lot of sense for us to continue to play in these kinds of events. Chris Williams does a great job of setting it up. I think he's done an incredible job of getting a lot of different schools from different parts of the country to kind of figure this out. Everybody wants to recruit down that way. Uh, it's great exposure. And, uh, you know, having a chance to play in State Farm Arena is fantastic for your guys. Your guys want to play in a, in a pro arena, an NBA arena. And so to get that kind of experience, uh, super exciting for your players. And talk about uh, Ian from, from Loganville, Georgia, up in Gwinnett County. Chase writing from Atlanta. Tell me about those two young men on your roster. Uh, one's a guard, one's a forward, and they're young guys in your pipeline. Yeah. Tell me about those young men, Coach. Yeah, Chase Hunter's uh, a redshirt sophomore for us. Uh, really talented wing guard, uh, good player, great athlete, a guy who's really starting to develop. Has had some injuries early in his career that has kind of sidelined him a little bit and, and probably slowed his growth. But I think he's really coming into his own. He's coming off a really nice game against Miami uh, where he had 15 points off the bench for us and played very well. And I just think his best basketball is ahead of him. He's one of those guys that's a tremendous athlete, can create his own shot, uh, and his shooting from the perimeter continues to improve. So, Really excited about Chase and proud of his development and the way he's worked. Uh, Ian Shefflin is from up there at Grayson. Uh, he's a freshman that uh, I, we think is going to be a really good player for us. He's kind of a guy that can play a couple different positions. He can play a little undersized center. He can be a power forward. Uh, has a really good feel for the game. Good, strong, physical athlete that uh, can make a three. He's an excellent passer. 
just, you know, right now the game's going a little quick for him because he's a freshman. There's a lot of moving parts, but uh, has shown flashes of some good play for us. And I think, uh, you know, could be out there on the floor on Saturday against a Drake team that can get undersized at the center position. So, you know, he has a chance to get a few more minutes in a game like, like the one Saturday. No doubt, Coach. And I feel like this is good for you as well because I feel like your guys can see the building's winning habits early right now because I feel like if you have tough losses early, you'll be better down the road because the ACC tells you they're different styles, all different, different, all 14 teams are besides yourself, different styles, man. So I feel like these guys can build these habits early. You can have teach film to teach them by to help them be better in practice when these things come up again in game play yeah. in January, February, and in March, of course. Yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things about uh, the ACC is you've got a lot of different styles. Um, you know, we, we, we see Coach Bayheim at Syracuse, and it's 40 minutes of zone, and, and that's that's rare. Then you might play against Mike Bray at Notre Dame, and it's you know he's going to run a complete motion offense um, where the ball's all very rarely dribbled. Then you, you're going to play against Tony Bennett and his pack line man-to-man defense that – really doesn't leave the three-point line. you got some other teams in our league that are going to press you uh, and trap you and, and extend their defenses. So I think one of the great things about our league is you get to see all different kinds of styles of play, uh, a lot of different ways to coach and win. Um, and obviously the, the, the talent in the league is as good as it is. Uh, so it, it's really a fun league to play in. And we try to schedule that way in some of the non-conference games so that we play against teams that are uh, a little bit different uh, and so our guys get used to it for ACC play come here in January and February. I got a question for you, Coach. Most crazy zone, Jim Beheim, Josh Pazder, or Ron Hunter? Which, one's, which one is crazier? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're different and they're unique and they're all really good. I haven't played against – well, I guess I have played against Ron one time in NIT. They're all really unique and, and, and different. Um, you know, it, I don't know that one's better. A couple of them are a little more aggressive. Coach Hunter's is probably the most aggressive. I think uh, Josh has done a really good job with his because he, he kind of morphs it in a couple different ways to kind of to try to make it a little bit harder on you. And then Coach Bayheim is a is a two three, but the length and size of the guys that he has and the fact that they play only zone defense, they can they match to what you do probably better than anybody. Uh, that does it because that's all they play. They don't really play any man-to-man. So they're all three unique. They're all very good, and they're all difficult to play against for sure. Last one for you, Coach, is we come to Atlanta, Coach. Where's your favorite spot to eat here, man? Oh, man. Uh, you, you, I don't know that I have just one. Um, you know, I, I I I can't call it out, man. You're going to get me in trouble. You're going to put me in a situation where I'm, I'm leaving some people out, man. I can't be doing stuff like that. Uh <laughs> You know, I, I like a lot of different spots, but I'm a, I'm a simple guy, so I don't need too much, man. I don't need too much. I hear that, Coach. We look forward to seeing you Saturday. Are you all coming to, to the game tomorrow night, or are you all going to hang at the hotel? No, I think uh, – I don't know if we're going to make it to the game or not. It depends on what, what time. we got finals week this week, so we got a lot of guys still getting a lot of work done uh, well into Friday. It's been a little bit of a challenging week that way. So we'll probably just get down there uh, later on Friday. Well, I'll see you at the arena on Saturday, Coach, for sure, man. I'll be cheering for you guys as always, man. I love that you have you on the show as always, Coach. You be safe, man, for the senior on Saturday, man. And, and go Tigers, man. Appreciate it. Good to be with you guys. Be good. See you, Coach. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. You're welcome. All right.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.